Hey, what's going on, everyone? It's scriptwriter Steve with a shameless plug for my company, Dream Weddings Hawaii. So, if you want to get married in Hawaii, if you want to get your vows renewed in Hawaii, and if you want some family pictures in Hawaii, make sure you check me out. So, my website is dreamweddingshawaii.com. So, that's dream, weddings with a S, Hawaii spelled out, dot com. Hey, what's going on, everyone? What is cooking? This is Scriptwriter Steve. Welcome to my podcast, Barbecue's Movies. Today is June 10th, 2022. Holy crap, it's Friday. It's currently 1.46 a.m. in the morning, and I should be sleeping because I have a wedding to plan and to photograph later on this evening. Not this evening, around sunset. Why don't we just call it that, right? (laughs) I can plan those in my sleep. But I'll just be very honest with you. And why am I doing that? I own a wedding company called Dream Weddings Hawaii. So if you want to get married in Hawaii, you got to come to me, right? My website's dreamweddingshawaii.com, just in case you don't know. Anyway, on the side, of course, I podcast. I do this for fun. I don't do it for money because I don't make much money from it at all. It's, It's kind of just a daily journal for me. It's a way to get my voice out of my head before I go to bed. And what is on my mind right now? Well, you know, I did a podcast yesterday about the January 6th riot or so-called insurrection. I did a podcast about that yesterday. And and today, well, I guess yesterday, it's yesterday. I, oh, wait, hold on. I did a podcast late last night. You know, I do my podcast at 2 a.m. So yesterday I actually did the podcast, right? And I was talking about January 6th because they had a public hearing today that they broadcasted all over all the all the public um, channels and all the cable news channels and everything and uh you know the democrats are just out there trying to trying to garner votes they just want your votes you know they, they want your support and you know again they want to this is like the third impeachment of trump and uh you know i also think it's a little head fake right it's a real big head fake. And I talked about this, what they were doing today or what they did last night. Um, you know, kind of in small detail, but I don't want to even go more into more detail, detail because I didn't really watch the entire thing. Uh, I took, I saw a little snippets here and there. I, I, I saw enough to comment on it right now. And I tell you what, you know, I saw, the, the, I think one, I think the person who was actually holding, I think, I think he was in charge of the entire, uh, entire investigation committee or, or whatever you want to call them. They call them their select committee. Uh, why don't we just call it what it is? An entire fraud. Um, he started saying that, you know, they're doing this to battle white supremacy out there because apparently white supremacy, supremacy is a huge problem in America. I don't see it. <laughs> I'm a minority. I'm a 100% Chinese. And you would think myself, being 100% Chinese, with this whole China virus going around, that I would really, you know, um, I guess, experience experience some racism out there. But I'm not. I don't. I don't ever do that. You know, people still book with me. And they know for a fact I'm 100% Chinese. You know, I have not got... I have not gotten less bookings or, or any threats over my email saying, Steve, we won't book with you because you're Chinese. I never got any death threats because of that, right? Now, of course, I think there's probably some idiots out there who may do that. But at the same time, I get more death threats for being a Trump supporter. 
You know, so I think there's, if there's anything, there's actually some hatred, some prejudice against Trump supporters because, you know, we just like the guy. We like what he stands for. We, we like it for the fact that under Trump, we had cheap gas, cheap housing. You know, we had a, we had a business, we had an economy. My business was doing great. You know, my, we had an economy that was just thriving and we had no inflation whatsoever. None, none. And the stock market was just going wild. And it was, it was so easy to make money under Trump and we're energy independent. And all of a sudden we get this guy, Joe Biden, that comes into the office and, he, and I guess he's elected, right? Why don't we put elected in quotes? And he's more popular than Barack Obama has ever been. In fact, 10 million more people voted for Biden than Obama. Can you believe that? This guy is so popular right now and he has a 20, 29% overall approval rating right now, depending on which, which, um, which stat you, I guess, which, uh, poll you want, you want to believe. Uh, but even though with that being said, about over half of Democrats still think he's doing a great job on the economy. They're like out there saying, Oh, great job, Biden. You know, thank God you saved us from Trump's economy when things were cheaper, right? You know, brisket right now. The prices are coming down, but it's still $4.50 per pound. Under Trump was $2.49. You know, bacon is through the roof. Pork is through the roof. Chicken is through the roof. And I heard. You know, Biden says, oh, by the way, we're going to have a food shortage later on. So be prepared for that. And is there anything we can do for it? No, no. What we really need to work about, what really we really need to work on right now is January 6th. We need to get to the bottom of that, but we actually don't because, you know, we're not going to tell you the whole truth and nothing but the truth when it comes to January 6th. We're just going to go on prime time and express to you our edited opinion because, you know, we just need the votes. And this is what this entire January 6th public hearing is about. Let me bloviate on this entire thing right now because I just need to get this off of my chest, right? So just to let you know, in case you didn't listen to, listen to my podcast yesterday, right? This was the first ever, you know, broadcast of a public hearing in during prime time. You know, for the life of me, I don't remember seeing any of this do, um, happen during prime time, especially here in Hawaii, right? You know, I saw the, the you know, the, the Kavanaugh hearings, and that was done in the daytime. Um, I saw three years of, you know, the Clintons, FBI, and Adam Schiff, those hearings um, of Trump stealing the election from the Russians, which apparently didn't happen. I saw those hearings happen in the daytime. I saw the impeachment hearings over a perfect phone call you know, to Ukraine for, for the so-called quid pro quo deal that the president or prime minister of Ukraine had no idea what was going on, right? <laughs> Apparently, you bribed the prime minister so well, he's, he doesn't even know there's a deal on the table, and they impeached Trump for that, right? <laughs> I don't get that. I don't get that. By the way, the person who I think who was behind all of that was none other than Vindman, none other than Vindman. He kind of outed himself during the hearing. Anyway... And the question is that, why do we have this one-and-a-half-year-old hearing right now? At this moment, right now, why couldn't we have it earlier on? And it's why is it being broadcast on primetime TV, right? And again, we know the answer. The Democrats just want to garner support because right now, they stand to lose a lot of power in great fashion because... The only thing they care about are pronouns, white supremacy, and giving money to Ukraine. 
you know, all of their ac- academic theories that were, were that were put into motion because Joe Biden took office, and they also got power of the House and Congress. Where they have they have a hundred percent power of all three branches of government. Well, not really the Supreme Court. Why don't we just say the two that actually matter, right? Because we have a Supreme Court that doesn't really stand up to them very much. So they have full power, and yet. You know, the hearings which these should be should be um, you, know, you know talking about. We, we should have a, we should have a hearing on what we're going to do about the the oncoming famine that may happen in the future. Because Joe Biden said there's going to be a food shortage, right? He actually said that a possible nuclear war with Russia because Russia has kind of threatened to to nuke us. Um, our ongoing energy crisis. I just paid. Ninety-five dollars to fill up my truck today. Uh, yeah, I filled up my, tr- my my gas over there in a Sam's Club, and it was four ninety-five a gallon. Four ninety-five a gallon. Now, when I go to get gas outside of Sam's Club, it's about five dollars and fifty cents. Four ninety-five. That's freaking nuts. For four ninety-five, twenty gallons, around around twenty gallons. That is just crazy. That is crazy, right? We're, you know, I, I feel like I'm working my ass off, you know, with Dream Wedding Soy just to drive myself to work, you know, drive myself to the weddings. It feels like that, you know, right? And, and I try to, you know, I, I have to try to raise my prices, but then again, I can't raise my prices because competition keeps the price down. That's what, that's how prices, you know, in a healthy economy, Prices go down because companies engage in price wars with each other. So when, when the economy is actually working really, really well, you get price wars. And that's why computer prices always went down. You know, uh, LCD prices went down. You know, the LED prices went down. You know, and eventually wedding prices and all that, they'll go down. Because if, if you have a, a saturated market and you have everyone who does a great job there, the only thing you can compete on is prices after a while, Right. So Joe Biden doesn't understand that. He thinks inflation is an example of a really great economy. No, inflation is an example of a shortage of supply, not a really high demand, right? But just a shortage of supply and people just holding on to the supply because they can't, they, they have to charge something more to pay for their goods. Now, inflation can always happen also on top of that because the cost of doing business rises and that's what's happening right now. So my question is that why don't we have a hearing on any of these, you know, possible famine, possible nuclear war, energy crisis, high crime, hyperinflation? Well, it's because Democrats don't have any answer to the problems they created. Have you ever talked to a liberal? We're talking to a bleeding heart liberal or any. Why don't we just, you know, you talk to someone who's just very, very sensitive. Why don't we just say, you ever talk to an aspiring actor, an aspiring actor that really doesn't have a lot of talent? Right, you know, you you've attended their, their plays, and they're a friend of yours, right? But you don't want to tell them the truth be, that they have no talent. You watch them act, you're like, oh, this guy, you know, this person, he really can't make it, right? And uh, but do you want to ever tell them that in person? Of course not, because they'll get offended, and and you shouldn't. And, you know, you really, really shouldn't, because that's their dreams, their hearts all into it. And so you just kind of say, oh yeah, great job, and you smile, you give them, you give them the political smile, and you kind of walk on, right? But there comes a time. When somebody has to say to that actor, well, you know what, kid? You just don't got it. You don't have it. And you either got to hone your craft, you know, or or you got to get realistic and get a real job. You know, stop trying to, stop trying to like wait for your big break in Hollywood. Go get a real job because you just don't have it, kid. 
You really, really don't. And of course, that actor doesn't want to hear it. So what happens if you say that to that, to that, that, that friend who's an aspiring actor and you say it? Well, what do they do? They cancel you. They say, I don't, I don't want a friend who just talks about negative, negative, negative stuff. You know, I just want to be, I want my ass kissed all the time. I just need to hear like positive reinforcement because when I put out positive energy out there, I'm, I'm expecting positive energy to come right back to me. That's what they think. And that's what a lot of politicians think that same way. They don't want to hear any type of criticisms. So, you know, would we ever get some real answers to whatever happened on January 6th? Because there, there are some real criticisms. Like, why, for example, did, did Donald Trump's request for 20,000 National Guard troops get turned down by Nancy Pelosi? You know, he actually said, you know, you know Donald Trump said, hey, there's going to be a lot of emotion going on out here. And this is going to be, get, it may get kind of dicey. Let's put some National Guard troops out there on the Capitol just in case. And Nancy Pelosi just said no. So why did you say no, Nancy? Why? 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 Oh, just like the actor. Don't ask questions. Don't criticize me. <laughs> you know? Okay. Can we know, Nancy, why the Capitol Police Force was only at 50% strength on that day? Oh, no, 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 no. What? Are you a white supremacist for asking me that? You're a white supremacist. Are you a QAnon fan? You, why are you asking me those questions? Where are all the thousands of hours of video footage of all the cameras that are, went on in the Capitol Hill? Why? Where, where is it, Nancy? Oh, don't ask that question. We are going to show the selected footage that we want to show that it's violent. All right. This is an insurrection that Donald Trump planned. He planned this and he orchestrated this. Why did Second Amendment loving people leave their guns at home at this insurrection where they just wanted to turn over the government? Why? Why, Nancy? Why, Chuck Schumer? Why? Why? Why, Liz Cheney? Oh, we don't want to answer those questions, please. We just want to talk about how Trump is such a bad person and there's white supremacy in this entire nation and we just got to get this all under control because, you know, we have to talk about something because we're probably going to lose the house. <laughs> okay, you know? And why why are we talking about the big question here? That you, you look at Justice Kavanaugh. Now, we know for a fact that he's probably going to, his stance on Roe versus Wade but a radical leftist tried to kill him and his family, and luckily it was averted, right? But why, why didn't Chuck Schumer, Nancy Pelosi, or any of the Democrats come out and say, hey, you know what? This harsh rhetoric that almost got our Supreme Court justice killed, it just got to stop. No, 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 no. This is wrong. You hear them saying that? No. Absolutely not. Did you ever hear him say, you know when you had those Black Lives Matter slash Antifa riots going on? Did you ever, you ever, did you ever ask them, hey, you know what? That's bad. Just stop it. We do not stand for that. We stand for freedom of speech. We don't stand for burning down police precincts. We don't stand for burning down businesses. We don't stand for burning down any type of business. And a lot of those businesses, by the way, because these riots happened in black, black majority neighborhoods, were black owned businesses. So they're, they're burning down their own businesses. And by the way, when Black Lives Matter and Antifa went over to D.C. to protest, there were peaceful protests. 
They threw bricks at police officers. They pulled down statues, defaced statues. They burned the church down. Remember, remember Trump walked over to the church and it was burning? They burned that down. Now, but those were peaceful, peaceful protests. You know, and, and, the, and the insurrectionists on January 6th, what did they burn down? Nothing. How many bricks did they throw at cops? Nothing. Absolutely nothing. And when they got into the Capitol, did, I mean, how much things did they break down, break down and vandalize, spray paint over? Um, nothing. Absolutely nothing. In fact, there's video of these guys walking through the Capitol and staying within the tourist sanctions. Wow, those are some violent white supremacist insurrectionists that we just, oh my God, we have to cry over. You know, I remember watching video footage of these Capitol Police officers, there's five of them, and they're crying with tears coming down their eyes and saying, they didn't know what to do, I'm so scared. Where's the balls on these guys? You know, I had friends who served in war. I had friends who, their you know, their friends and colleagues, and they, they, they all died. They got blown up by IEDs or they got their head blown off or shot. They don't, they don't cry about it. it. There's a lot of pain when they talk about it. You can see it in their eyes. There's a lot of pain in there, but there's, there's no tears coming down their eyes. You know, they probably do that in private, but they don't go out there in the hearing and start, you know, talking like this. They don't do those types of things. That's what real men do. They cry in private. You know, they cry to the family, the mothers that they lost and all that. You know, they cry at the funerals, but out there testifying when they talk about it, they don't cry. They don't cry. Especially when you compare this, what happened on January 6th to war. You know, do you know that? Who was that guy? It wasn't Adam Schiff. It was Chuck Schumer who compared, who compared January 6th, the riots that went on in there, right, to Pearl Harbor. He said that was equivalent to the bombing of Pearl Harbor, where the Japanese snuck up on the, on the unsuspecting Americans and killed 3,000 plus, um, you know, Navy, Navy, Navy seamen, right, that were just like, you know, we weren't engaged in war, you know, and then, you know, they sunk our ships, they sunk the Arizona, they sunk a lot more. And so a lot of those soldiers there are still buried there in Pearl Harbor, in the Arizona, because we, we could not get them out. It's so sad. It's really, really sad. They say that, Chuck Schumer says, what happened on January 6th was equivalent, equivalent to what happened at Pearl Harbor. How do you like that? This is complete sensationalism. It's complete lying to you. And this is what the Democrats have done to you forever. Well, you know, they're liars. They're complete liars. You know, you're, and, and they're pretty good at it. They're really, really good liars. Now, now, why do I say they're really good liars? Because get this. Now, they get their constituents to pull down Confederate soldier statues and they say, man, this Confederate statues, they, they stand for slavery. These guys pull that statue down because that, those people stood for slavery. The Confederate Army people, okay, fine, fine, do that, right? Which party did they belong to? The Democrat Party. So if you're going to cancel the Confederate Party, why don't you cancel the Democrat Party who was all for slavery? Why don't you do that? And you talk to the left and say, oh, no, 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 no. The, 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 the Democrats are all about preserving democracy. They're, we're trying to save democracy. That's the new thing. And, and you know what? When they say they're trying to save the, they save the democracy, what are they trying to do? They're trying to shut down your free speech. That's your First Amendment rights. They're trying to take away your guns. That's your Second Amendment rights. They're trying to, you know, spy on you. 
all the time. Take away your Fourth Amendment rights. They want to take away state rights. Right? They want to have one central government and they want to give all your medical information and your right to do business over to the WHO, by the way. <laughs> all right. Well, anyway, kind of got off on a little tangent here. I'm sorry, but I just kind of, I kind of kept following the momentum, right? But here's what my podcast is about. Because I think this January 6th public hearing is kind of a head fake as well, all right? So why do I think it's a head fake? Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. I'm going to pull up this article right here. And I'm going to link this article to my description so you can kind of read it yourself. But I'm just going to read through it. And here's what happened. On Monday, January 6th, 2022, get this. And I'm getting this from the United States Attorney's Office, the Eastern District of Pennsylvania. So this is official, all right? You probably didn't hear about it. But a former U.S. congressman, and Philadelphia political operative pleads guilty to election fraud charges. Now, what is he guilty of? I'll just read this. Philadelphia, United States Attorney Jennifer Arbiter Williams announced today that former U.S. Congressman Michael Ozzie Myers, so his name is Michael Myers, isn't that kind of weird? Michael Myers, who's 79 years old, of Philadelphia, Pennsylvania, pled guilty today to conspiracy to deprive voters of civil rights, bribery, obstruction of justice, falsification of voting records, and conspiring to illegally vote in federal elections for orchestrating schemes to fraudulently stuff the ballot boxes for specific Democratic candidates in the years 2014, 2015, 2016, 2017, and the 2018 Pennsylvania elections. Apparently, he had a coming to, I guess, a coming of coming to the light year, I guess, uh, day or year on in the year 2020. He said, "You know what? I done this 2014 to 2018, but 2020, you know, Joe Biden can win this on his own." Okay, so he pled guilty into all of the years, you know, prior to the 2020 elections. Now. My question is, maybe he didn't do anything, but who picked up his slack, all right? So I'm going to continue here. Specifically, Myers admitted in court to bribing the judge of elections for the 39th Ward, 36th Division in South Philadelphia, Dominic J. DeMuro, in a fraudulent scheme over several years. DeMuro, who was charged separately, so a, he got a partner in crime in this, DeMuro, all right, DeMuro. He was charged separately and pled guilty in May 2020 and was, and he was responsible for overseeing the entire election process of all voter activities of his division in accord with federal state election law. So DeMuro, again, he's in charge of looking at making sure that this election is on the up and up and he's getting bribed by this guy. Okay. The voting machines at each polling station, including the 39th ward, generated records in the form of a printed receipt documenting the use of each voting machine. This printed receipt, also known as the results receipt, shows the vote totals and the judge elections and the other election board officials at each polling place attested to the accuracy of the machine results. Myers admitted, okay, follow me here, Myers, that's the guy who just, that's Michael Myers, right, admitted to bribing DeMuro, he's the judge, to illegally adding votes for certain candidates of their mutual political party in primary elections, so the Democrats. Some of these candidates were individuals running for judicial offices whose campaigns had hired Myers 
Oh, and other candidates for various federal, state, local elective offices that Myers favored for a variety of reasons. So Myers would solicit payments from his clients in the form of cash or checks or quote-unquote consulting fees, and then use the portions of these funds to pay DeMuro and others to tamper with election results. So now, so this Philadelphia political operative, former U.S. congressman, Michael Myers, right? He has a web of corrupt adversaries, minions that are working for him, right? Now, after receiving payments ranging from, from $300 to $5,000 per election from Myers, DeMuro would add fraudulent votes to the voting machine, also known as ringing up votes. So he is adding votes, adding votes. Now, they're not doing this. This is not for the 2020 election, right? This is for 2014, 2015, 2016, 2017, 2018. All right. 2020, apparently, they said, enough of this. Joe Biden, he can win it. But, you know, Barack Obama, Barack Obama and all of the other Democrats, they need help. But Joe Biden, he got this. He got it. He got it. Hillary Clinton didn't get it. He, she needed help. But, you know, Joe Biden, pff, fully, fully confident in his political skills of staying in the basement. Okay? <laughs> it doesn't make any sense at all, right? All right. So, at Myers' direction, that's Michael Myers, right? Demura would add these fraudulent votes to the totals during election day and then would later falsely certify that the voting machine results were accurate. Holy crap, okay? Myers is also accusing, uh, accusing of directing DeMuro to lie to the investigators about the circumstances of the bribes and the ballot stuffing scheme. All right. Now it goes on and on and on and on and on. And this is only one, all right? So now for the Democrats to say, oh, <laughs> you know, I don't know what you're talking about. Uh, I have no idea. Now this is a, a former U.S. congressman. This is high up, and there are pictures of this U.S. Congressman Michael Myers with Joe Biden, with Joe Biden, with Barack Obama, with Hillary Clinton. You know, this, this guy was not no little guy out there. So what do you have to say about that? <laughs> this, now, this, you're not hearing this in the news. I'm going to link this article in the description uh, of, of my podcast. You can read all about it for yourself. I just read a portion of it. I don't want to bore you with it, right? But again, okay, see, for example, let's take him for his word and say he didn't do anything in 2020. Who picked up the slack? Who does it now? And apparently all these people are, you can bribe them. You can bribe them. And apparently the voting machines, you can rig them. You can rig them. With the right person, you can rig them. So, is it, you know, should we actually, should Mike Pence, why don't we just say, say, in hindsight, knowing this, should Mike Pence would have, should he have actually certified the election? You know, you know it just doesn't take this. You, do you know in Pennsylvania, the Supreme Court changed the way mail-in ballots were actually tallied. Now, the only branch of government that is capable of modifying voting laws is the legislature not the Supreme Court. So this is what really invalidates the entire election results of Pennsylvania, unfortunately. And the question is that why did the Supreme Court, you know, change the voting laws or the way the votings, the votes were actually tallied at the last minute? Well, <laughs> you know, I can kind of like draw my own conclusions, can you? And apparently, 
in many, many different states, and only, actually, why don't we just say this, in only the swing states were these election laws changed by high-powered lawyers and not the legislature to, so that Joe Biden could have his mail-in ballots counted after, after the provisional votes. It doesn't seem right. Something seems kind of fishy here. And unfortunately, we're not going to get to the bottom of it with, I guess, with the Democrats in power. Now, will we get to the bottom of it with the Republicans in power? Maybe. But can we also trust their answers? I don't know. Maybe they'll feed us some type of propaganda, um, I guess, answer as well. Maybe they'll feed me what I want to hear. And, you know, I just have to take that also with, you know, a very, very, very watchful eye, right? <laughs> okay, Because I don't trust the Republicans either. They also lie. Let's not forget that the Republicans lied about WMDs, right? And there was nothing there. The Republicans lied about a lot of things. The Republicans, you know, they've lied about, you know, not raising their taxes. You know, remember George Bush, the first one, not W, saying no new taxes. And what does he do? Well, he raises their taxes. He puts new, more new taxes out there. You know, it's not the greatest thing whatsoever. I'm watching this documentary about NASA and the space shuttle on Netflix. It's called Challenger. And I tell you what, NASA... NASA lied to the entire public. NASA lied to the government. Right? The space shuttle was supposed to be this, like, you know, this uh, shipping cargo service that would, like, you know, fly satellites to the moon. I'm uh, uh, sorry, fly satellites up there every week. And there would just be, you know, people just going back and forth. And, you know, it would maybe give birth to space tourism. None of that happened. You know, the, and the space shuttle, it was a very, very risky, uh, I guess, I guess a risky, uh, I guess plane. Was it a plane or a very risky ship to fly? It was very, very risky. Anyway, people, I, this, I got my podcast right about now. You know, I had to actually stop my podcast from recording because, um, there was something that exploded right behind of me. Um, I got a new refrigerator and uh, apparently it froze one of the diet Pepsis in there and it exploded and it, po- and it popped open. You know, um, my refrigerator door. And I was like, what the hell happened back there? Uh, but I deleted that part off of my podcast. And I, and I said, you know, I'm, I'm not going to put that in because it sounds like a bomb. But I'm fine. <laughs> you know, I lost the diet soda. I'll probably clean it up tomorrow. But that's kind of weird, right? You know, this little fridge I bought just off um, uh, off of Facebook Marketplace. that It got so cold that it exploded a diet soda. So that's not too good. <laughs> So I have something to clean up tomorrow. Anyway, people, thank you so much for listening to me. You know, um, I'm not sure where we're headed in the next couple years. To be honest, I'm not too positive. I'm going to be hanging in there. I'm starting my barbecue business. Um, I'm still going through with it. Uh, and I'll, you know, as we go, as we take the steps toward um, the barbecue business opening, I will release more information about it. Uh, I want to kind of keep things a little bit tighter to the uh, my my chest right now uh, because um, I don't want my competitors to know what I'm doing. And uh, that's that's one of the main reasons why. Now, I did kind of tell you about what I plan to do in the future if this like uh, takes off, but you never really know about business. You really don't. You know, part of it's gut feeling, part of it's math, uh, part of it's just having the right team together. And I think I got a really, really good team together behind me. Uh, you know, two people of that team are my father and mother, and they have 
tons and tons and tons of business experience, way more than me. They've been doing business longer than I've been walking and breathing air. So, you know, luckily I have their support. Um, and also, they're also financially supporting me on this because during the pandemic, well, Dream Weddings Hawaii went broke because we were forced to shut down. You know, but luckily their business still did really, really well. So they've invested into my barbecue business. They're going to be part of it. Um, I don't have to go to the bank to get a loan. That's what I was going to do. Um, I was going to bring in angel investors, but you know, my parents are the angel investors. So I'm really, really happy about that. Anyway, that's about it for now. But again, I'll fill you in on more details regarding my barbecue business. I've got a great name for it. I think you'll love it. And uh, this podcast will always be part of that. And as we open that, we'll be talking more about barbecue cooking and everything not just politics um everything and i think we'll be doing video podcasts as well so you'll be seeing me in person and uh you know i'll be uh telling you how to cook a brisket on this on the huge smoker that we got so it'll be pretty cool anyway that's about it for now people talk to you later bye all right everyone that's it for today i had fun podcasting if you like what you hear please share my podcast If you can't find me, look on your favorite podcast platform and look for BBQ2 Movies. That's BBQ T.O. Movies. Yeah, the T.O. is not the number two, by the way. It is T.O., like Terrell Owens. So that's BBQ2 Movies. Catch you around.